0: Hey dreamers, this is your host, Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, for the next 35 minutes or so. Uh, I'm excited to be back with you today. I think this is going to be a life changing. Uh, podcast. So I would love if you would share this around. Uh, well, When you get done, you you make the decision. Would this be helpful for people? And, you know, give me a five-star rating somewhere, somehow, and sign up and download and all those wonderful things. But anyway, last week, I spoke to you about your gaze will determine your days. And it was all about how you see things, how you perceive things. How How do I live an ascended life in the midst of all the nasty of the day. You know, we we need to learn how that we can live in our victorious position, not in the pie in the sky or when we finally get to Beulah land or we finally die and, and get our reward and go to heaven and everything is wonderful. Now, how do we actually live the ascended life in the midst of feeling all the descended problems and valleys and pits and just worries and concerns and hurts and wounds and trauma and past and problem and sin. How do you live in the midst of it all? Well, I'm calling today's uh, part four of Ascended Life series. What do I do when I completely blow it? What do I do when I completely blow it? And I just, uh, you know, to be vulnerable with you is I want to tell you today, and this is going to be shocking for all of you out there today. I am not perfect. I should have did a jump roll or I should have maybe built it up a little bit more. But I just I just I'm being authentic with you and being vulnerable with my wonderful listening audience. I'm not perfect, and I blow it from time to time. And you know, sometimes you just get you get uh, blinded. You get you got the the enemy comes on your blind side, and all of a sudden you're in the midst of it. What in the world just happened there? You 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 know you just carry the cares too long. You you get burdened down. The enemy comes in like a flood, and you forget who in the world you are. (laughs) In the glory, you begin to remember whose you are and who you are. So you got to stay in the glory. That's the key. But there's times when you, just, you get tired, when, you, when you're overwhelmed and the enemy is just striking and it's like the perfect storm. And all of a sudden you find your place in, and you say, who in the world am I? What is going on? And so I thought I would do this um, podcast to, to do with how do you stay in that? How do you stay above the fray in the midst of the problem and the pain and the trauma and the sin that is in your life? And so um, so let, let's just start here. The way you live your ascended life is by continually facing Jesus. The enemy is always trying to get your attention. What you got to do is you just got to stop it. Stop paying attention to the worry. Stop paying so much attention to news programs. Stop going online and looking for news about the things the bad things that are happening in the world. I know you know news agencies, I'll just tell you stats. They have 17 bad uh commentaries on on news articles to one good. There's it's a 17 to 1 where they always are bringing to you that great of a a difference in in good versus bad stories. They have to keep 75% of their content or more, 77% actually, percent of their content or more to keep their um, audience captive. For some reason, bad news sells. I don't know if it makes people feel better if they see somebody doing worse than them. I I hope not, but I I don't know what the stats is and why they have to go there. But I know that the enemy is trying to get our attention and pull us into situations and circumstances and trying to get you overwhelmed and trying. He is an attention whore. I've said that before. And yes, I said it, but I won't say it again. So just relax, just calm down, take a deep breath, and let's just keep going. Stop paying attention to the enemy and refocus your gaze upon the one you want to receive glory from. Okay? So let's, um, let's go to the scripture in John chapter 10. And everybody's quite familiar with, I think a lot of people that listen to me here anyway, are really familiar with John 10.10 10, that says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill. And destroy, but I can't come that they may have life and have that life, and may it be more abundant. Abundantly. The, for this purpose was the Son of Man manifested, that he would destroy. The very works of the evil one, which is to steal, kill and destroy that, that how does he do that how, he, he, he came to give life so life displaces darkness you need, you need to know that it's not you don't try to take care of darkness you don't you don't rebuke darkness so that you can turn on the light you turn on the light and life of God and darkness is displaced and that we'll get into that teaching another time. But John 10:10 10, 10 says the thief comes to steal kill and destroy but I have come to give life and life much more abundantly. And then it goes in 11 through about oh maybe down to 16. I don't know if I'll read it all, but uh, I'm going to read a little bit of the scripture here and I want to describe to you what the enemy is endeavoring to do to get your attention. And once again, this this episode is called what do I do when I completely blow it and how do I live the ascended life and how do I live above the fray how do I survive in the midst of the onslaught when the enemy comes in like a flood what do I do at those moments you need to understand that God wants to come in with a greater level of the anointing than the evil of the day where there is much sin you need to know right now hear this ladies and gentlemen you need to know this right now that he has more more grace available for you than the evil of the day that you are facing. So here, let me read John 10, verses 11, starting there. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But but a hireling, someone in it for the money, a hireling, uh, he who is not the shepherd, the one one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming. So all of a sudden we get this other character, you know, brought into this. There's narration, and so Jesus is teaching us something here. He says, "But that we see a wolf coming. There's a wolf coming. When when the hireling sees the wolf coming, uh, and le and leaves the sheep and flees. So just a hireling, somebody that's not the shepherd, somebody that doesn't care for the sheep. They're not his sheep. When they when they see the the wolf coming they immediately get up from there and they get the heck out of dodge and then it says uh and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them so first of all you need to know this Jesus is this is the the one that shepherds the sheep he is the one he's the door yes but he's also the shepherd there's a the shepherd that is taking care of the sheep and if 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 you're if you are Putting yourselves underneath the care of just somebody that's a hireling, and they're not really your your spiritual father, or are they, are, are you called to this you know ministry? Are you called to this? But you need to know that when the when the sheep comes, you're not protected. I mean, sorry, when the wolf comes, you're not protected, because the job of the wolf is to catch the sheep. And then what does it say? It's so interesting here. So let me just start at verse 12. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not know the sheep, or sorry, does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves and the sheep and flees and the wolf catches the sheep and then he scatters them. I said, what? Back up just a little bit. Back up and check this out. The wolf is catching. I I, I grew up on the res. Um, There's all kinds of wolves there you know when when the you know the wolf would go into the you know whatever pen whether the chickens or whatever there's nothing but feathers left because he doesn't catch them and then scatters them he catches them and eats them but god is telling you what the enemy is endeavoring to do that word uh catch catches is the same word that they use in uh I think it's Thessalonians uh, chapter four, where it's talking about the catching away of the saints. It's a, it's the Greek word harpezo, caught up. It means to be caught up in a situation or caught up into glory or caught. It's just, harpezo means to be caught up. So it's not, you know, it's not a, a holy word. It's just a word describing somebody getting caught up in a situation, getting caught up in a circumstance or getting caught up in the glory, or getting caught up in the anointing or being caught up in the spirit. And, and even when Elijah got caught up, he was, well, he wouldn't use it be a Hebrew word, but it, 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 essentially the same word that he was caught up um, by the whirlwind. So the enemy is trying to catch you up in a whirlwind of of evil or in a whirlwind of uh, distractions. So he catches the sheep. He gets them caught up in the situation. And this is what he's trying to do. He's trying to get your attention off of the dream, the vision, the purpose, peace or joy or righteousness. He's trying to get you off of the kingdom ideals and in the kingdom uh, values and your calling. And he's trying to get you caught up And in, drawing your attention to the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm. You need to start being more resolute. And this is part of why I'm on here today and why you're listening to this is because you need to know you don't have to pay attention to the negativity. You don't need to pay attention to all the strife and and all the things that the enemy is doing. When you begin to pay attention, you know that you're not being protected. You're out of alignment. Hear the word of the Lord. You you need to know that when you don't have a grace and you're not covered, the enemy is able to catch you up in a circumstance. You don't have a grace level, a covering to be protected from the wolf to come. So this is not the end of the story, but you need to understand this makes your life just a little more difficult. Having, I have a couple of spiritual fathers that know everything about my life. I, you know, obviously my wife is my number one confidant, but I have spiritual fathers that I'm covered by. I've, min, I, I'm ordained by uh, three different ministries that 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 cover me and and keep me in the midst of me going out and and being sent forth and and doing the the, the work of the ministry. I'm I'm covered in that way. The end. But there are times when the enemy catches you off guard and so what do you do when you completely blow it when you when you get caught up the enemy is trying to catch you and get you caught up in circumstantial things in situations he wants to get you caught up in the let, let's say even right now there's a you know the war between russia and the ukraine or he wants to get, get you caught up in in w- what we had in canada with the 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 truckers convoy and 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 not that you can't be passionate about things but be passionate from the ascended life be passionate from the the third heaven once again we're we are living from the third heaven we are living from the victory we are living from the battle already won we're living from our righteousness we're not living for these things we we are already ascended now how do you stay in that position and how do you get your soul which is your mind your will and your emotion to come up to the same level of where you are living in the kingdom seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness one thing is you do is you understand that the enemy is, is trying to get your imagination. So we have the, the thief coming to steal, kill, and destroy, and how does he do that? He gets you caught up, but he wants, he wants to get you caught up so he can scatter you into your spheres of influence and spread the fear and spread the doubt and spread the unbelief. And so, you know, I'm gonna ask this question, what, what do you do when you completely blow it? And how do you get back to that place where you are in peace, you you're in your righteousness, you you have joy. You have the grace that is greater than the evil of the day. You are, you are covered. How do you get back to the place and where you know the truth and, and you know all things because, because you're, you're underneath the covering it? But what do you do? And, and one thing I just want, you to, I want to say to you, stop paying attention uh, to the enemy. Stop paying attention. And you need to have some defaults in your life. What do you default to when you're in problems? You know, I'm, I have four defaults. Uh, whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. I'm set free for freedom's sake. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus set me free from, in every way from anyone's control. Uh, I'm set free for freedom's sake. So I'm, uh, let me just go over that again. I'm set free that whom the Lord uh, sets free is free indeed. I'm set free for freedom's sake. I'm set free in every way from anyone's control. And the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Sorry, I, I kind of got a couple of those mixed up, but, but I just shared them with you. So I, when I am not feeling my freedom and my liberty, and I don't feel a grace for life, there's an, I'm out of alignment. And how did I get out of alignment? And what do you do is you got to stop paying attention and and, and filling your mind more with what, you know, like I've said before, the 24 hour news network. And because they are only sharing negativity, like 77 percent of it, like I said earlier, 77 percent of what you receive from news networks must be negative or they begin to lose market share. It's just it's just a statistic. And so they're all about making money. They're not on there because they're just necessarily just called. You know, these anchors that are making a couple hundred thousand or 250,000 or 500,000, I don't know how much they're making. But, you know, you, you tell them that you're going to, you know, bump them down to 16 bucks an hour. Guess what? Their calling goes with them. Uh, because they're, you're hearing what I'm saying, right? So stop paying attention to the enemy. Refocus your gaze upon the one you want to receive glory from. You, you don't pay attention to things unless, it, unless that person or that, that person that you're, that you're facing is someone that you want to exchange glory with or you want to uh, receive glory from. The only thing or person you face is the one you want to exchange glory with. So here, here, ladies and gentlemen, you need to hear this right now. The next thing I'm going to share with you is so powerful. I want you to take a special note. I know that you're, you're paying attention, but I want you to just, you know, up your level of your, and, and I just decree and declare eyes to, hear, e- uh, um, eyes to hear, ears to hear what the Spirit is saying through me right now to you. Don't miss what I'm about to tell you right now. This will literally save your life and cut years of shame and guilt and condemnation off of your life. What would take you two, three weeks to get over, you can get over it in a day. Okay, what I'm about to share with you. First of all, face your God. Face Jesus. Look to Jesus, especially when you have blown it. And you're feeling overwhelmed with grief, shame, or condemnation. Do not lock your eyes on what you're going through. You need to take your eyes off of what you're going through, and you need to put your eyes on who you're going to. Guys, right there at that moment, stop everything and praise him. When you you have sinned, when you've blown it, when, when you have failed, Right there at that moment, stop everything and praise Him. Stop right there and turn your eyes upon your Savior, your healer, your deliverer, and with intentionality, call on the Holy Spirit to come upon you and begin to minister to you, through you, and for you. Even though what you are feeling right now is overwhelmed and totally disappointed with with yourself, do not deal with the issue or the problem or the pain. Do not face the issue, the problem, or the pain immediately. Do not scream out, "I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." I know that's a knee-jerk reaction, and we're retraining ourselves. Don't say "I'm sorry" a million times. It doesn't mean anything. That's just a knee-jerk reaction to to the situation. And I know the angst. I, I've been there. You know, I've I, I've been there. I'm, like I said, did de- it? Did de- de- it? De- 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 Newsflash: Barry Merrick's not perfect, and you know you get caught off guard. You you get overwhelmed at times, and and you and, and you get upset, and you get hurt, and you get wounded, and you make judgments. But do not deal with the issue or the problem or the pain. I know we um, we've all been there, but understand by just having that knee jerk reaction is not going to help you change the situation. And I know at those moments, and I know what you're feeling and how in the world am I going to live or, 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 oh my God, what am I going to do now? I want you to just take a, a, a deep breath. I want you to sit down in the middle of that darkness and begin to praise him. This will seem so fake and so Unauthentic. And I just want to tell you that you're, you're changing the way you think because you, you're, you're not going to go into two weeks, a or month or six months of spiraling because you, you, you fell off the wagon or whatever. You, you just need to stop, breathe and begin to praise him. At, at these times, you will hear from your soul. And at many times, even from the enemy, you're a fake, you're an imposter, you're a hypocrite, etc., etc., etc. I want you. Uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of adjectives that uh, that I can't even actually use on this program that your uh, uh, your soul is calling you because this is a family program. But I know in the midst of it all, you don't feel worthy, but you can't live your life. Out of your feelings. Your feelings will align with your praise and your calling uh, of the Holy Spirit to come upon your life. God knows what you did. And he's not overwhelmed. He's not up in heaven and saying, oh, my me. He's God. So he doesn't say, oh, my God. Okay, you'll you'll get it on the way home. (laughs) The matter of fact is he knew you would do the very thing you're feeling devastated about before you even did it he knew you God's not impressed with something that he is totally defeated you need to understand that sin has been solved and we're going to get into a little bit of that and, and and the application of the blood but know this he is greater he has a greater grace already in that negative situation far greater than the evil of that day in in the in the the sin or the or the whatever, if it's easier to say you know, the mistake or whatever you want to, you know, can receive this day, you need to understand that he, before time began, already knew everything that you would do because he's the Alpha and the Omega, he's the beginning and he's the end, and he already put your answers that you, that you would need along the pathway and in those dark places, the very dark place that you might even find yourself in right now, you need to begin to just close your eyes, take a breath and begin to praise him and then open your eyes when you begin to have clarity because the praise of God, let God arise and his enemies will be scattered. You displace darkness by releasing life in and light into the atmosphere. Amen. Come on now. He's so good. He's so, so good. You don't, you don't, you really are just getting introduced a lot of you to the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living he, it's his goodness that leads men to repentance, it's not not somebody standing over you, you know, with a beam in, in their eye and actually clubbing you to death because they're trying to get that speck out of your eye, you know, it's it has nothing to do with, you know, somebody pointing out all your wrongs so you can get better, no it's somebody that is covering you and, and allowing, but you gotta just let him cover you, you gotta you begin to praise and you begin to worship him and you begin to be uh, release the goodness and the glory of God and when you release the goodness and glory of God by your praise by your declaration by quoting the word uh, you know these things that come out of your life the solutions and answers want to come out of your life as you praise him and one of the answers and solutions is his glory because in the midst of his glory you begin to remember whose you are and you begin to remember who you are and then you can do what you're called to do and you can get up from that place okay Let's just, you know, take it back a little bit. And so let's say that you you have to get up early and you got to take a flight or something and you have no time to do what I've just suggested. So tip, let me just give you a tip here. So what do whatever you can do at that moment to refocus. Maybe you just, you know, put your headphones in and listen to some anointed worship uh, because the un- unregenerated parts of your soul is going to be condemning you. So the less you say about the circumstance in agreement with it and just saying, oh, I'm, I'm so stupid or, or I, oh, I can't believe it. I missed it again. I can't believe I fell off the wagon again. I can't believe that I judged that. Don't go there. Don't, the less you say about that until you get to a place where you can worship your way into, into his presence or worship your way so that the shackles begin to be shattered. Until you get that time, it's better to just not say a thing. Shut your mouth, and until you have got to the place of resting and hearing. So, you know, this may sound funny, but I am going to say it anyway. Even if you gotta pretend like it never happened, so what does that supposed to mean? Am I am I a pretender now? Am I a hypocrite? I am no. I am saying, what am I saying? Is that God is not uh, going anywhere he has already provided a way for you. He has mercies new for you every moment. In the new in the new covenant, it's not mercies are new every morning, it, mercies are new every moment. So if you you got to wait if you got to wait a bit before you can do anything, just keep going. Your deliverance is in your going. Your deliverance is in your obedience. Your deliverance is being being, you know, still responsible and and your your deliverance is keep on going. He's got you. Once again, God is not impressed or caught off guard. He waited an eternity to help you through this very moment that you are in. So for another four to eight hours, he's, he's, nothing's going to change that. He, he's still got you. Okay. No condemnation. And right now, I break off the spirit of condemnation trying to come against you. I, I, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ against the shame and guilt. And I'm praying, Father God, a grace to repent to everyone that is listening to this podcast today. They, they would receive, I just release right now, an anointing of deliverance, an anointing to be delivered from shame, condemnation, and guilt. An anointing. For repentance to come over you in Jesus' mighty name. You don't want to become callous. You don't want to become, you don't want to have your, your conscience seared. You don't want to be in a place where you're regarding iniquity in your heart, where, where that sin becomes a lifestyle. And if it has become one, I just release the grace to you to repent. It just go before the Lord, because you don't want this to be a stronghold that is passed on to your children's 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 children. You don't, you don't want to be cursing your, your family line. You don't want to have something transferred into your life and that you transferred into, it, into somebody else's lives, like your children or your grandchildren. We want to take care of these things. but So what do you do when you're in these moments? And I want to tell you that. Don't focus on it. Don't get, let the enemy catch you paying attention. Because then he double downs on it. And then you feel worse. And then condemnation, this is how you know if it's condemnation or if you're being convicted. Condemnation will will push you from the throne. Conviction will draw you to the throne. Condemnation will will push you from God and you'll run because you're ashamed. And and then when, when conviction comes of the Holy Spirit, he's drawing you ever so lovingly towards him and towards the answer and towards the solution, so anyway, um, then after you have praised him and called forth the Holy Spirit to come and be manifest in your life, then begin to ask him for some things that you need. <laughs> this is—it seems like it's counterintuitive. When—when when do I actually, you know? You know ask for forgiveness what 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 is going on i 'm praising him and and i 'm asking for holy spirit to come and and I feel filthy i feel out of place i feel wrong, and then you 're asking me to ask him for stuff this is just the lord 's prayer what i 'm what i 'm what I'm sharing with you today works you're, i know you 're thinking this is crazy, I just blew it and i 'm feeling that i i've disappointed everyone and god himself, and you' want me to ask for stuff and i and the answer is and I'm just going to ask for a drum roll, please. So the answer is yes. and an, an emphatic yes. You need to understand that God's not overwhelmed. God's not up in heaven saying, oh, my me. What am I going to do now? They blew it again. No, he's saying... Son, there's a better way. Daughter, there's a better way. Look up on, come up here and let me show you. This is what he's trying to do is get you to live the ascended life. Even in the midst of, I blew it and on what the beep do I do now? Please do not fill in the blank. Then after all this is done, then it's time to repent and ask for forgiveness. Yes, we do repent. Still, we still repent. Even though we are forgiven and even though the price has already been paid, there's something that happens to your soul when, you're, when you align with your spirit. The humility of bowing and asking for forgiveness and just being vulnerable with God is so healthy. You will begin to train your mind, your will, and your emotions. Then I would suggest that you would have... An accountability partner, and like I said, I have a couple of spiritual fathers, and my wife is my main accountability partner. Uh, she knows the good, the great, the bad, and the, and the real ugly. Only be vulnerable with the ones you appreciate their opinion of. Okay, so this is how you deal with these days. That, what do I do when I completely blow it? Don't face your problem. Don't face the enemy. Don't face the issue. Don't face the inherit and uh, hereditary curse. Don't face these things and say, help me deal with my issue. God wants to deal with your issue, but God has to deal with it. If you're dealing with it, you're taking it out of his hand. How do you put it back in his hand? You look to your face to the face of your God. You look to the face of Jesus. You begin to praise him. You allow him to be manifested. You call for the glory. You call forth the anointing. You call forth Holy Spirit to come upon your life. You you let the kingdom come. Then you begin to petition and ask him for for you know to heal people and you ask him to 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 give you finances for this. And and, and this is all seems kind Counterintuitive, but it's not. It is presenting your faith in your actions and in your declaration. And all of a sudden, God begins to manifest. And then the sin begins to melt in the magnificence of the moments of his presence. Hallelujah. So I hope this blessed you. I hope you received the grace to repent. I hope you take this uh and remember this because. Every one of us come against these things. Every one of us are thrown into darkness and thrown into a valley or thrown into a situation. You are anointed to go into chaos. And sometimes there there's some, some, some problems that happen and there's some, some, some negative situations and you feel overwhelmed because you're, you're acclimatizing and you're learning how to deal in this. And what are the rules of engagement in, in the chaos that have been put into to bring forth the light? And there'll be these days when you don't know what to do because you missed the mark somehow. This is what you do: face your God, manifest the kingdom, ask for stuff, and then repent. <laughs> then you have an anointing to repent. Amen. So once again, go to uh, BarryMiracle.ca or WakeUpIntoYourDream.com if you want to sow into our ministry. Once again, we this I'm, this cost me about. Um, 7,500 Canadian about 6,000 American every year uh, if you like what you hear I would appreciate if you could sow something into our ministry there on PayPal um, but you know go on your podcast c- carrier and and make a remark it, hopefully it's good <laughs> give us a five star if it's good and uh, let's continue our relationship but I want to end end this time with a song uh, of uh, um He's a spiritual son in, in our lives. And um, I know he has other spiritual fathers, but uh, we, when we get together, and um, it's just amazing. He gets it. He's, he's, he's a really sharp guy. His name's Ben Johnson. And this is his latest um, release of a single that he's put out. And you can get it on uh, Apple Music or Spotify. And I'm going to play it for you right now, and, and this is going to be the end of our time. So listen to this, and it's all about, you know, what do you do when you're facing problem? So love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. But here's the song by Ben Johnson.
1: Joy, me yeah. This is the day.
0: Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to
1: you next week.